0: Well, welcome to the second episode of TNS Pod, which is stands for the New Shoes Podcast. That's how I got came out with that name. Uh, <laughs> with me, Elliot Shulman, who's the uh, the guy who writes the songs and um, sings them, um, and. Yeah, this, uh, I thought I'd do a second episode pretty soon on because I think in order to get like momentum, you need to, uh, literally for me, I need to do a a lot of something at the very, very beginning, um, just to establish that habit of making a podcast or it's not even a podcast, it's a memo. That's literally what it is. I go on Apple voice memos and I click record and I'm talking now. And um yeah, uh, um I well, we we had a good episode last time. I just spoke about the beginning of the new shoes. We can go back even further if you want. Let's go back to the very beginning. Uh so start sorry, I'm yawning. Like I shouldn't be doing that ah, I shouldn't be doing that. Broadcasting. Uh podcasting. Should be yawning and you can probably hear my tummy rumble as well. I've got some cooking up some chicken as well at the moment. So that's what's gonna happen happening. I'm um, just uh, yeah, uh, that's in the oven. Gotta make sure I keep an eye on that as well. Uh, got a timer going. Um, so we can start from the very beginning. Um, so the new shoes, the reason it's called the new shoes is because there was a band at the very start called the shoes, and the shoes started around year eight, I think year nine no, I think it was a little bit later than that. It was year nine going into year ten because we'd um, it, I was a performing arts kid at school uh, I'm talking about from about eleven onwards um, I remember on the second day of Bay House School, which I enrolled at um, it was it was the catchment area so i, I live lived that way uh, for secondary school. on the second day, I got a part in Les Mis, Les Miserables. I played Gavroche. uh, Because I could sing, I could sing quite well. And also, living across the road from me was the head of drama, uh, Mr Essex. Or Jerry, as I call him. And uh, I got the part, I was also friends with Jerry's um, daughter, Kia. And... um, I was really into performing. I remember that's where I caught the bug there. Like, I I like being on stage and singing. Um, I knew I could sing. I come from a musical family. My dad's a musician. And uh, my grandpa's a musician as well. And my grandpa was in a kind of semi-famous band called Simon Dupree and The Big Sound um, in the 60s. And then went on to be a prog rock star in a prog rock band even though I hate the word prog rock I mean they don't sound like a well they do sound like a progressive band, music band, but I wouldn't say they sound like anything that you'd consider prog like Genesis or um, Pink Floyd or Rush or or I don't know, Yes, whatever it is Um, anyway, that's, that's completely deviating so I was at Bayhouse School, and I caught the bug for performing there, for the musical theatre. I did Joseph uh, later on in that year, and I was the narrator. Um, so I got into that. And um, on the Joseph show, uh, there, was a, um, there was a house band, like a, a band that, that, that played at the side of the stage, And, um, there was Mr. Hillman, who was my tutor. He played guitar. There was Mr. Pete, um, who played bass. He was a maths teacher. Um, and I can't really remember too many other people, actually. I think Mr. Cole, maybe. Um, I'm not sure if he was a part of that. But, anyway, there was these really great people that were really into, sort of, performing. Um, it was really, it was a really exciting time for me. Um... So there's teachers, but on the drums was, uh, he ended up becoming one of my best friends ever. And he is still one of my, I haven't seen him in quite a couple of years now, <laughs> but I love him so much. And, um, it's Harry Williams. Now uh, Harry, I met him in year seven and he was a drummer in that band, uh, for Joseph. And, um, I think he also did the drums in Lay Mis, I can't really remember actually, um, but I really got to know him during the Joseph show, and um, he knew I played guitar, and then it came to the uh, a couple of shows after, because uh, I did another one in year eight, uh, acting and singing, and then um, it got to um, the point where I wanted to play guitar on one of these shows, and. Um, I did, I can't remember what show it was now, um, but I did a performing arts show and I played the guitar and from that I had a guy approach me and talk to me about guitars and um, that was Connor Jezard and he said to me, "He lied. He, I remember he lied to me straight away, I remember him telling me he had a Fender Stratocaster. And then I said, well, can I come and see it? And he goes, well, I sold it. it will probably never, ever, ever recall. He probably won't recall that, but I remember where we were. We were outside the PE block, and I remember him telling me that, dead straight. And um, I was like, he hasn't. He's never had a Fender Strat ever in his life, sort of thing. So, like, uh, that was my first encounter with Conor Jazzard. And then we became friends, and we started, we were into music, and me and Conor, always was to." Say things like can't each other and say, oh, you know, you listen to the new Foo Fighters song, yeah, Dave Grohl's a legend, yeah, he's like the true genius um, of our era. who would say things like that, you know. We'd hang around the the drama block, and it would be me, uh, Tom, who Reynolds, who's in the band, and Marcus would be there, and um, Ollie, and uh, Greg, uh, all these people, and. Paul Wilkinson would come along as well, and that would be my circle. Um, And then um, I remember there was a... I started writing songs at that point. I started writing Out of Town, Fake and Daily Panic Routine. Um, Those are the three songs that i had written with the intent of eventually forming a band. And it got to the point where... um, We decided to do a band. At the end of this show, me, Harry, who was on drums, and Connor, we were like, well, let's start a band. So we started practising, and we called ourselves The Shoes. And the reason we were called The Shoes is because I used to watch on YouTube um, a a documentary uh, that my dad showed me, because he said this was one of my favourite documentaries uh, I used to watch as a kid about rock and roll, and it's called Heroes of Rock and Roll. And on it is presented by, it's like, I, I, I'm not sure if it's a 70s or 80s, I think it's a 70s or 80s documentary, uh, American one, and it's actually hosted by Jeff Bridges. He does like um, a who's who of rock and roll, and it starts all the way from Chuck Berry, um, Elvis Presley. Like the the Buddy Holly and all that sort of stuff. And and even the doo-wop thing. And it takes you all the way through the Beatles, Rolling Stones and everything. And anyway, there's a clip in it. There's a little segment where um, I used to watch it on my own on YouTube in the back room uh, of uh, my my parents' house. And um, I used to watch this clip over and over again of John Lennon and Paul McCartney being interviewed... And um, they say, well, what's, um, uh, uh, why are you called the Beatles? And uh, I remember John Lennon, I don't know, I can't remember what he says exactly, but he makes a little joke and then says, well, it's Beatles, isn't it? It's just a word. Like I can't can't do the accent. He goes, it's just a word, like shoe. He says something like that. And then they're like, oh, okay. And then um, Paul McCartney comes across. And as says into the little micro interviewer's microphone, he goes, well, The Shoes, we could be called The Shoes for all you know. And then the light bulb went off in my head and I was like, well, if The Beatles can be called uh, The Shoes, then my band is going to be called The Shoes. So we became The Shoes and um, we didn't really um, uh, have any gigs or anything Connor was doing another band at the same time he was like forming this band and um it happened to be uh it was a a band called um Right or the Wronged I think it was and uh, it had Ant Lusmore in it Jake Collins um Sam Gledson and it was uh yeah and and uh Yeah, I think that's everyone. And then me and Rowan um, ended up helping them out with a bit of vocals. Rowan's my brother, and he's a really good bass player. He's two years younger than me. And um, he was learning to play the bass at that point. (laughs) And um, he's just one of those naturally gifted musicians. So everyone wants Rowan in a band, basically. And uh, Rowan uh, got asked to play bass. And I obviously got roped in because I could sing a little bit. So we did a gig down the waterfront, which is now coffee number one uh, in Gosport. And we did Blur, song two. We did some song by count, called Countdown to Insanity by some band um, that's on Rock Band, I think. Uh, we did Foo Fighters, Breakout, because we loved that one. We really rocked the, the fucking floor with that. That was good. Um and then in the 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 little sort of... There was like a little gap because we had to fill some time in this little set that we had. Um, and we did Fake. No, we didn't do Fake. We did Out of Town, uh, which is the song that we usually close our sets today with. And The Vines, Get Free, because they were one of our favourite bands, me and Connor. And we did that. And that's when we thought... I really felt that, like, all of a sudden... Because I used to be, like, a real performing arts show show showy kind of guy. I just focused on that. That That's what I was was passionate about. I remember when I got a clap when I played my own song for the first time, a rock song for the first time, something that I'd written, and I got a clap back. And I remember thinking, wow, that is... That's what I want to do. I want to write things about my life. And Out of Town is literally... It was what every every kid was saying at school, um, whoever you talk to around my age group, I was, what, 14 when I wrote that song? And uh, it was kind of like, if you were asked, like, what, what do you want to do? And it would used to be, everyone used to say, oh, anywhere, but here, I want to move out of Gosport, I want to get out of this place. So I thought Get Out Of Town would be quite a good name for a song. Um, I had quite a good ring of it, Out Of Town. And, um, so then, yeah, so I wrote that song, and that's where The Shoes was born, I think. Um, from that, we went and did a couple of other gigs. We did a a showcase, um, we didn't win it, we did an unsigned showcase at the Wedgwood Rooms, and this was just as we were leaving school at the end, at the end, because we did... Other after we did like the gigs, we also did theater productions as well um, at our school, Bay House. Um, I think it was called Return to the Forbidden Planet. I think there was a musical and we were the the band on that. So that was me, Rowan, Harry, and Connor. Um, but then we left school and then we thought, all right, let's. And then we went to college basically, and we thought, right, let's see if we can. Um, uh, ...start a band now... and ...because we've got the shoes up and running... ...so then we did... Um, ...yeah, we did an unsigned showcase... ...at the Wedgwood Rooms... ...we did uh, a gig at the Joiners... ...and then we kind of fell apart... Um, ...Connor got a job... Um, ...down... Um, ...down by the... Uh, ...down by the ferry... ...I can't remember where it was... ...but he got a job... Uh, ...so he really wasn't really free to practice... Um uh he's, he's kind of a bit like that now. He, <laughs> he's kind of away a lot of the time now. So but that's how it kind of fickled out. Then me and Harry carried on, but then we went under a different name, the Happy Go Luckies. And then we stopped after that. Um I got I went to uni for a bit and dropped out straight straight away. I got confused. I was going to do music and sound technology. Didn't like it. Tom Reynolds got me a job at McDonald's. Um, after that, worked for D- McDonald's for a few months. Hated it. Um, quit. Then after that, literally. Spent a lot. Uh, spent a lot. I spent a little time on um, job seekers allowance. I think I can't really remember. Might have done. Uh, enrolled at uni again. To do a writing course because I realized that I wanted to pursue my writing passion once again got to uni didn't like it took a little bit of drugs and probably got a bit scared um, I'm not sure if I should confess that uh, oh well too late and um, after that um, went and got an apprenticeship um, just doing office work and uh, it's kind of been like that ever since um during this time I was with my, my loving family who like literally we started a band together the bending space um which was great and we did gigs and that was me my dad Rowan and Mike Payne um and after that um after that split up basically um I was looking for something to do and I was I've always been like throughout all of this time I've been building up songs and writing songs the entire time and it got to um literally 2017 and um Connor was around Marcus was around uh me and Marcus for the while like, the, the whilst I was do di- I got a job uh, like uh that And I was earning money. That meant at the weekends I could go to the pub. So it would be me, Marcus and Rich Snowden. We'd go down to the White Hart. And just consistently drink. uh, Just to the point where everyone knew our order. Three IPAs. And then. um, uh, We were just consistently drinking all the time. Obviously. And what alcohol does to me. It really is. You know, If you consistently do it. It becomes a bit of a depressant at the end of the day. And you get really down. So um, I wasn't particularly in a good place, um, eventually from just from doing that, uh, unsuccessfully having, <sighs> trying to form relationships and not really getting anywhere. And I was, um, you know, anxiety stricken and, um, very kind of like pent up and not really, I'm very unsure of my life and where, what I wanted to do with my life, um, uh, a good few years ago, and it's um, it kind of... Didn't really have, like, a breakdown, but I used to worry a lot. When well, there's no need to worry, nearly. Um, but anyway, a little project came out of uh, the pub, and that was... Uh, Marcus was learning to play bass. And um, what we wanted to do, uh, what I wanted to do, was um, show him a couple of my songs. Uh, he really wanted to learn, like, the songs... Basically, uh, I think he felt a little bit bad that, you know, he grew up and he went through school and kind of like looks back kind of regretfully that he didn't um, play an instrument when we were all at school and me and Connor were doing it and he he wasn't. Um, So he kind of wanted to learn the, the old songs that I wrote and start from the beginning, you know, start, learn fake and learn out of town. So I showed him it. He, he used to come round to my parents house and um he'd come up to my room and um I'd be consistently just sh- showing him uh, song after song and uh he'd turn up and with a notebook and jot everything down um it kind of annoyed me actually the fact that I'd show him one thing and then there'd be like a break for 5 minutes whilst he wrote down every like little bit of tab that he could possibly uh he could handle uh, and gather um, so then we did that, then we decided to get the band going, and, uh, I called up Andy Newman, and Andy Newman, um, was, uh, I knew him from college, um, because I went to Simmons instant college, it's where I did music technology, and, um, I always remember seeing a, um, a talent show where, I can't remember what song he was playing, but, um, me and Rowan, um, my brother as I've explained. We sat next to each other in a theater, and we were like, "Oh!" And he, but the Andy Newman comes on and plays drums, and he hits the drums so hard, so aggressively, and so in form. I was like, "That's phenomenal. That's really good." Um, you know, he's a he's a real powerhouse. Um, so I called him up, and he wasn't in a band, and um, he was he was free so that's where we started Uh, that's where I got to that's where the new shoes from from my perspective how I got to the new shoes um, and it was great it's it's been a great journey really and um, I'm really wanting to see you know how long this road lasts and I know one thing's for sure I'm never going to stop music Um, I love songwriting I love the idea ever since I was a kid and I wrote out of town and fake and that was like Not really, uh, it's kind of channeling what I think other people want to hear, but it's completely autobiographical. The whole, uh, you know, I'm trying to capture a moment in a song, uh, a feeling in one song. So I can look back and every time that we play that, I can think of that 14-year-old kid who actually sat, you know, Cross-legged on the floor with his Telecaster, um, with a notepad, going, literally thinking to yourself, how do you write a rock song, and getting really frustrated, how do you write a rock song, I don't know how to do it, and really getting sad, and throwing my guitar down, and um, getting really upset, and crying sometimes, like actually crying, because I could, I couldn't do it, and then out of frustration seems to always come something, I need to work myself in such a state in order to get to what I want um, sometimes. So that's how it kind of works creatively for me. And I'm always fascinated with the creative process of these things. Um, so, yeah, um, I, basically I come from a musical family. I come, from, I come from music. And I think I'm working in a business or a field that only the very elite And the people of privilege, or people with just so much extreme luck, get to have careers on this thing. I know that I've got songwriting and music running through me all the time. It's like, uh, that's all I think about. I'm that passionate about it. Um, But the business is a completely different thing. So whether we break into anything, which I'd like to, because then that means I can... You know, 24-7 focus on what I want to be doing. Um, but if that doesn't happen, that's completely and utterly fine because I'm still expressing myself. Um, I don't really have any ambitions of fame and fortune. I just want to express myself. And have those memories. Memories are things that you literally can't take. And I'm very fortunate that I've got a memory that I can remember me and I'd having that conversation um, outside the PE block. I know I know that these things happen. And what I like to do is write music and write songs. So when I listen to it back or when I play it and I'm experiencing it in the moment, I can picture it's like a movie in my head and i can go back in time and literally recount an entire scene or an entire memory you know and it's a really amazing thing that's the power of music and what it can do it can create an entire uh film in your head um uh, you know it can make time slow down it can um eight times speed up <laughs> it can do whatever it's such a powerful thing and that's why it for humans i think it's the most important thing um in in the art world at least as besides food and water and i'm getting hungry so i'm going to end the podcast now cuz it's been around sort of uh, 24 25 minutes um so we're going into the studio on Saturday to record Burning Time. I'm really excited to just make something again. And uh, make uh, a little... The, the next chapter, really, in the uh, the new shoes. Because it's going to be a little bit of a change. Change up, I think, um, to what it's... Um, the last two singles that we've put out. Uh, which is exciting. I don't know... How it's going to end up sounding, whether I walk off disappointed or a a bit frustrated or uh, I don't know, or really happy or really buzzing. But i got to admit, before, during these sort of stages, when you're writing and recording, you're never feeling good. Um, You know, it's it's usually afterwards when uh, everything's done and you've got that product and you go... Phew, okay, that's done. Um, I'll put it out for people to listen. um, And I hope everyone likes it. Uh, That's when you feel good, because that's like, phew, now I can move on to the next thing. By that point, I've basically forgot about it. And uh, I'm literally thinking about the next thing. uh, uh, Our next step. So, uh, yeah, um, that's some of my thoughts that I've had today. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to me uh, ramble on. Take care.